You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Good morning to you. Happy Sunday. Talking politics now, and there's a lot going on. Who is going to be the next Speaker of the House? Paul Ryan apparently is a person who has risen to the top. Local Congressman Daryl Issa also is being considered, we understand, for this role. And does Paul Ryan really want this job? Um, yeah, here's some sound. The fact is, Paul Ryan is the right man right now. He has moderate support and he very clearly has conservative support. Members of the Freedom Caucus have come to me one after another saying, let Paul know we would be with him. Uh, that's a very good sign after the strained relations that John Boehner has had with that same caucus. All right, that is our local congressman, of course, Daryl Issa. But Paul Ryan basically coming out and saying, I really do not want this job. I have a job. I like my job. So that and joining us to talk about the big Democrat debate coming up on Tuesday, Barry Nussbaum, who is a political consultant and we just found out just a minute ago, used to run the Del Mar Fairgrounds for like 13 years. I did. And we were just looking at, uh, you know, Allie out at Del Mar and you're going, you're having memories. Oh yeah, some of those buildings I helped put together and build. Yeah, well that is pretty impressive, I gotta tell you. Alright, let's start with this speaker's race. Um, I guess, sort of handicap it for us. Is it that nobody wants this job because at this point it is going to be so difficult to get anything done? Dan, you're absolutely spot on. This is the second most powerful job in America. It has tremendous authority and power, and everybody's running away with it. We talked about this a while ago. John Boehner, who I'd spent time with, told me it's the pinnacle of his career. He's never leaving until the voters in Ohio vote him out. And what does he do? With no notice and no explanation, not only does he resign as speaker, but he quits Congress. So the voters in Ohio are going, oh my gosh, now we've got to replace our own congressman. So Boehner's out. The heir apparent is Kevin McCarthy from California, from Bakersfield. He's got the votes. The caucus says they want him. He's on his way for the final confirmation. And abruptly, with no notice, he quits. With, by the way, almost no explanation that makes any sense. So now everybody, as you just heard, Daryl Issa say, wants Paul Ryan, who ran for vice president with Mitt Romney a few years ago. He has the conservative support, and he doesn't want the job either. The next in line behind Paul Ryan would be our own Daryl Issa, which would be wonderful, but it seems like it's a job that nobody wants. And the reason? The reason is the right wing of the GOP is putting so much pressure on the speaker's post. I think they feel that Boehner got away with too much of being a nice guy, not being confrontational, allowing Obama to get through all of his policies without a strong Republican opposition. And now they say enough's enough. So they want the next 15 months to be very contentious. contentious and nobody wants to be in that job. It's thankless. It makes hurting cats look like a, a pretty easy job compared to hurting uh, Republicans in the House. To be the Speaker. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, that does make sense. I mean, you know, if, if you have factions fighting against you, you can't get anything done. Not and only if you that. you can't get anything done, why bother having the Not job? Not only that, you become incredibly unpopular from both sides within your own caucus, let alone the Democrats who yeah. don't like any of the speakers if it's from the other party, and that's always the case. And not to mention the fact that no matter what legislation they pass through the Republican Congress, the last say is a Democrat president, and he could just veto everything they do. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So it's going to be interesting to see who steps up 
yeah. even though nobody says they'll do it. All right, well, that's going to happen this week. Also happening this week, Tuesday, is the first time we're going to get a chance to see the Democrat presidential candidates. And two of them we know, three of them not so much. Right, right. Right now, CNN is working triple time to try and build up some kind of audience. The biggest audiences in television history watch Fox and then watch CNN for the GOP debates. CNN now has the first Democratic debate and they want the same audience. Here's the problem. You've got only two candidates. One everybody knows and the other one only a few people know which is bernie sanders and hillary clinton nationwide hillary is way ahead in the polls there's some contention in a couple of states where bernie's either neck and neck or slightly ahead but half the country doesn't even know who he is they're working really hard tune in tuesday but hillary and bernie really like each other it's not going to be neck and neck. They're not going to go after each other like Trump versus everybody else. It's going to be really hard to get that audience in. The big wild card, if Bernie Sanders pulls what I call a Fiorina. Remember the first debate. Fiorina was at the little kid's table. She wasn't on prime time. Almost nobody know who she, knew who she was. And she killed it. Yeah. She went from there to the big boy stage, and then she killed that. Yeah, so all of a sudden, wow, people know who she is. She's zooming up in the polls. If Bernie can pull that off, Dan, after Tuesday, you've got a Democratic race. And well, then there's a huge wild card in the name of Joe Biden. Yeah. The smart money says he's coming in. Mm -hmm. CNN has said they'll let him on the stage even if he says I'm in Tuesday afternoon and boy would that throw something wild into the equation for the debate Tuesday night well it would certainly help CNN's ratings exactly it certainly would. <laughs> they're right. praying for that in the last few seconds we have uh, the Republican race of course Donald Trump has been leading this whole time but those numbers are moving right every week that goes by Dan Trump becomes a little less popular a little closer to the rest of the pack. Right now, Real Politics Nationwide has outsider, 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 first, second, and third, fourth place Marco Rubio. But every week, Trump insults another ethnic group, uh, a different set of reporters, a different network, or a different political candidate. And I think voters are getting tired of it. While some of his policies really resonate with voters, they're getting frustrated with the fact that he just continues to act non-presidential, quite frankly. And we'll see, as time goes on, if he can maintain his lead based on continued behavior. I think they ought to take away his Twitter account, at least. <laughs> Someone would, would get him to do that. And if not, I predict he's not going to be there at the finish. All right. Well, good stuff here this morning. Good Thank to be you with so you. much, Barry. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.